Hi, and welcome back to the Peak Results Academy podcast. I'm your host, Rich Fournier. And in today's episode, I sit down with Joe Garcia, a superstar network marketing professional in the direct sales industry. Now, direct sales industry is commonly known as multi-level marketing as well. Um, now, Joe's created amazing, massive results in the network marketing industry, and that is exactly why we want to sit down with him and have him on the show. Now, Joe started his network marketing career in, the, in 1993, and his global organization um, has entered into more than 60 countries and has accumulated over $2 billion in sales. Now, his travels has taken him to more than 60 countries around the world, training hundreds of thousands of people in the direct sales industry. He has a passion for helping people increase their conscious level of thinking and help them in their businesses and in their life. He really does believe God doesn't create any chunk. So stay tuned for this amazing interview. Have you ever wondered why some people thrive in all areas of their life? Welcome to the Peak Results Academy podcast with your host, Rich Fournier. Each week, we interview industry experts who consistently dominate in the fields of health, business, and beyond. Our mission is to share their personal struggles and strategies so that you can create your own peak results. Welcome to the Academy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Peak Results Academy. I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm your host, Rich Fournier. And of course, this podcast is on an absolute mission to delve deep into the lives of successful people to figure out what has caused them to create a peak result in a particular area of their life. Of course, we focus on business and money, health and wellness, and of course, mindset, which is to me the, the foundation of everything that we do in life. And today, I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to have um, a gentleman on the on this podcast, on this interview today, because um, he has achieved an outstanding level of success in his particular business. Um, he is on a global stage with his business, and um, quite frankly, the, the thoughts that come from his mind are mind blowing to me. And um, I'm honored to count him as a as a new friend. And Joe Garcia, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today, and welcome to Peak Results Academy podcast. You're welcome, Richard. Anything for you, brother. I really, really appreciate it. So I want to introduce you to our group, um, Peak Results Academy podcast listeners. Joe Garcia is one of the, um, well, he's an extraordinary success in the world of network marketing. Um, he operates on a global stage. His organization, I think, reaches into around 60 countries. He is um, one of the top um, ambassadors within his company, but he is one of the top network marketers, I believe, globally. And we're very honored to have him here today to share with us some of the principles that he lives by and how he has achieved some peak results in his particular business and his life. So Joe, thank you so much. And maybe we could start there by um, talking a little bit about uh, network marketing for some of our listeners who don't know what network marketing is. Maybe we can start there, and from there we'll, we'll move into the rest of the... the well, uh, uh, Richard, again, thanks for having me on, and uh, you're doing an incredible job. I love what you're doing, and your passion is one of the reasons why I'm on this uh, podcast with you. Thank you. So uh, network marketing is a distribution model. It allows um, a company to... To, in traditional business, you have very uh, different methods of 
distribution where you go through a number of middlemen. Where in network marketing, you go through an independent di distributor base right to the end consumer. So it takes out all the middlemen and all that money that it's paid to the middlemen in, in this normal distribution is actually paid to the distributor base that is moving the products. And at the same time, along with franchising, we're able now to expand an organization and the company pays, a, pays you for helping people move the product and growing their business at the same time. Sounds like a very efficient model and it seems to me that it, it exposes or gives everyone an equal opportunity to create um, revenue for themselves with whatever effort they want to put into it. Uh, you're 100% correct, yes. That's amazing. Now, how long have you been in the industry of network marketing? I'm now moving into actually since June 23rd, 1993. Just a few years. Just a few years ago, yes, yes. And you've been with the same company for that entire period of time? or Well, uh, that company that I got started in 1993 ended up going in bankrupt about three years later, which happens in all kinds of industries. And my present company, I started back in 1996. 1996. And now, this particular company, I know you, you don't brag. That's not your style. But if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit of how big your organization is today. Well, uh, well over a million people in 60 plus countries. Need to grow. In your organization. I'm sorry? A million people in your organization. Over a million people, yes. I stopped counting after a million. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. That's an extraordinary number. You've done an amazing job. Thank you. Hmm. And why did you leave the corporate world to, come in, to get into network marketing? I actually... Um, uh, great story, by the way. I've, I've shared it tens of millions of times now, uh, but I've condensed it from a half an hour to maybe a couple of minutes now. So um, in my early 20s, uh, I was fortunate to uh, manage health and racquetball clubs. And I got so good at that job, I ended up making the owners millions of dollars. And it was Christmas 1992. The owners came to me and said, Joe, we're, you've done such an incredible job. We're now able to sell this club with a substantial profit. And the next day, the club was sold. And that was the last I've heard of those owners. And uh, maybe it was my age. Um, you know, I was very ignorant to the fact that I thought I was going to get a, you know, profit sharing out of that because of all the work I put into it. I made the money and I got zero. It was the defining moment in my life, Richard, is I made a decision at that moment that I would never work for someone else again. I actually thought to myself that I was actually building someone else's dream instead of my own dream. And I was newly married, just became a father, and I recognized at that moment that uh, I would, have, would never have control over my life if I was working for someone else. So I made a decision despite having, knowing no one that was successful in business, knowing no, I had no business experience or becoming an entrepreneur outside of what I was doing in the club business, but I made a commitment and I've never worked for someone else since then. So what happened is a couple of weeks after that, I don't know what came over me, but I came home one Saturday afternoon and, and I started to write down. I can remember it was late 
January, early February, uh, 1993. And I started to write down what I wanted my life to look like 10 years from that moment. And it was so detailed. Uh, and after I wrote that, I had these 10 things that I wanted to accomplish. And I fell in love with that. Like this became my purpose. I fell in love with that. And unbeknownst to myself, I started, I tapped into the secret to success, falling in love with your dream. And, and the first three things on the list, Richard, the first one on the list is I wanted to have a home-based business. Do you imagine in 1993, uh, home-based business, you would find nobody that had a home-based business working full-time. I was in university but, losing my mind at that time. <laughs> but my dream was to stay at home and watch my kids grow up and have the flexibility of time. It was so important to me. Second thing on my list was I wanted a, uh, it was all about lifestyle. And I knew the only way to the key to wealth was to create some kind of residual income like Elvis Presley. Right. You know, I thought it was cool. Even after he passed away, he still, still continued to make more money than when he was alive. So uh, I knew that was the key to wealth. And the third one was if I was going to work from home, I might as well have a house that I'm proud of. It was my dream home. So those were the very first three things that I wrote down, and I fell in love with that idea. Did anyone prompt you to, to do that, or was that something you just innately did? I don't know. You know, thinking back, I don't know if I had read a book at that time, but it was just something I innately did, I believe. I just started pouring out what I wanted to do, you know, because I had this desire. Uh, thank God that I didn't lose that desire you know when you go into your 20s and you get married you have a mortgage and you start life takes over i had this hunger this hunger ever since i was a baby to become more do more and everyone has that but unfortunately we've been programmed to over time and we lose that hunger we lose the ability to manifest we lose that ability to think that we can accomplish anything we put our minds to because that's what we're here on earth for so uh it's amazing what happened as soon as i wrote that list it became my purpose this is what i wanted this is what i dreamed of this is i fell in love with it so just think about the process richard when you first fell in love with your wife you're courting her right okay i bet you during that time she was playing when you were not with her she was playing in the movie of your mind 24-7. You didn't have to think about her or be forced to think about her or you didn't have to put a timer on your watch or oh, I better think about her right now. That's what love does. Right. When you fall in love with your dream, this is what happens. You're, you're always thinking about it. You're, you're, no matter what distractions are, is happening in your life, you're always thinking about this is what you want. This is what happened to me. And what ended up happening about two weeks to a month later, I'm in my local library, I'm doing some research. So I didn't know what a great business was. I had an idea what I was looking for because I wanted something from home. And uh, at that time I was subscribing to many different home-based business magazines, success magazine, all entrepreneur magazine. I was, I was just a sponge reading about business and what was possible. And a gentleman walked up to me in the middle of the day, I'm at my local library and he introduced me to the industry of network marketing. 
just showed up and said, here. Yeah, all these years later, I'm, I understand that I made that happen. That wasn't, that wasn't a coincidence. That was something I made. And this is what happens. When you fall in love with your dream, the universe will start to work for you. And, this, and that meeting, that day that I met with this gentleman, was another defining moment in my life. And eventually, uh, I got to uh, sit down with him. I got to sit down with some of his other business partners. And that's when I decided, wow, this is for me. And I was invited to a, a business presentation. I'm sitting in the back of the room. And I had one of those born-again Christian moments. I knew within a couple of minutes, Richard, yeah. from, from my toes all the way up to the top of my head, that this was the vehicle to my dreams. It was God was speaking to me. Uh, and this is something that when you're in line with what you want in life, you're going to get these messages constantly. And that message was just hitting me over the head with a sledgehammer. I absolutely had no doubt. Absolutely had no doubt. Can I ask a question? Do you mind? So when you say you um, receive these messages, you know, I have found just through my process of living and making mistakes and, and whenever I decide to choose to do something, sometimes I don't recognize those prompts. How do you recognize those prompts, those kind of prompt things like this is the right direction for you? So when, when you, during, from my experience, when I, this became my purpose, this vision of what I want in my life. And when you're in line, so it takes you to a, you know, we don't have the time here in the podcast, but it takes you to a vibrational level. Okay. And when you're at this vibrational level, these messages come to you. And with me, I knew like everything felt good about it. I just went with my gut. So here's the, here's the process, though. Because of programming, because of our beliefs, yep. okay? And beliefs are what we, you know, Bob Proctor, uh, one of the top self-help authors of all time, he, ta- he, he calls it paradigms. So these beliefs that we have are all programmed into us. And it's not something that we thought of it ourselves. All these beliefs are programmed into us, which causes our thoughts, which causes our habits or actions, and which eventually causes our results, okay? So at that time, I had absolutely no programming regarding business. I was, uh, my mind was open like a parachute. My mind was open to possibility. Whereas most people, what happens is, we have two parts to, to ourselves. We have our internal guidance system, or, or Holy Spirit, or whatever you want to call it, which is connected to everything that is in the world, and we've got our ego. Ego is man-made. Ego knows that it has a short period of time here on this earth, but it tricks you into believing that it has the power, not your internal guidance system. So it's going to come, it has a lot of great tools like fear, worry, doubt, to prevent you from listening to your internal guidance system. So uh, to answer your question, so when you're on purpose and you have a system, which I can share with you here in this podcast, of manifesting what you want, and you're doing it daily, you learn to listen to your, your internal guidance system, not to your ego. 
So a good example of this, good example of this, uh, Richard, let's say you, a business partner of yours sends you a very nasty email, blames you for, you know, paragraphs and paragraphs for something that happened. Okay. Your first reaction is he's wrong. I'm going to make myself right. And I'm going to, you're going to react. So you're going to want to press reply and send him a nasty email of all the reasons why. So that's your ego. You're reacting because he hurts you in one way. I've learned to wait for two or three or four days, wait till the feelings have left you because that's your ego side and listen to your internal guidance system and the right answer will come to you. So reaction is always an ego-based situation. Whereas in business, that reaction or even relationships in general will hurt that relationship. And sometimes you'll say things that you never can repair anymore just because of your ego part of yourself. So when you look at the business that you've created globally today, um, how much of it would you attribute to your mind or and not just your personality? And, and 90% of it is my dream. 90% was my 90% was my dream. 10% was my willingness to work on myself every day and, and not and, miss a day. And when you say work on yourself, can you give our audience an idea? So growing up, one of the beliefs that we all have, or we've been told, we've been told this, is that ignorance is bliss. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Ignorance is not bliss. What you don't know in today's world will hurt you. It will hurt you. It will prevent you from having the life that you want. So, you know, one of the things in terms of having massive change, so all of us in here in 2018, we're looking at having a better year next year. Right. Particularly with finances. Right. And a lot of time, so, so in order to have a better year, what I always tell people is you got to start looking at the beliefs that serve you or don't serve you now. Does that make sense? Because if you, you look at those beliefs, they're holding you back from having that next breakthrough. So one of the things I do every year is I look at these beliefs that I have and I ask myself, does this serve me? Because I know if I want a better year next year, I'm going to need to change my area of thinking. And the only way I'm going to change the area of thinking is has to do with beliefs and the two biggest belief areas that cause the most amount of challenges for us is relationships because it creates the most amount of emotions and money those are the two areas that we get stuck in as human beings for the most part because it creates the most um emotions bob Proctor talks about a multitude of habits or paradigms and um, how, what's your take on changing a belief pattern? What, what's the process? How yeah, so beliefs, beliefs are very difficult to change. <laughs> so going back, take a note. The this up is that, you know, you had a, you had, you had a vision for your, your business. You were focused. You didn't know what it was, but this is what you wanted. And then something into your life that gave you an opportunity to live that life. 
But then there's the belief pattern of, I got to go do the work. And is this going to work? Where most people, even in my business of real estate, you know, we have a 90, 80 to 90% turn in the business every five years. That means that most people will leave the business because they can't make it happen. And, you know, it's either they believe that the market's crap, um, you know, we're going into a recession or there's too many real estate agents, the competition's too great. How do you take someone and what is the process to change those belief patterns? So it starts with the dream, Richard. Uh, uh, if you don't have the dream, and that dream has to be specific. So uh, the other, I'll give you a good uh, example. The other day, had a woman called me who just became an entrepreneur three years ago. And she's, she's struggling. And the first thing I asked her was, what is your dream? So she hesitated. As soon as someone hesitates, you know they don't have a dream. So she ended up telling me for the next three minutes everything that she doesn't want in life. So I want to get out of debt. Right. Uh, I want my husband to work for, uh, come home because right. he's working too hard, uh, doesn't have much time for me and my, our kids. You know, so she's telling me everything she doesn't want. And I had to expose her. You know, wonder you are getting the results that you're getting because you're doing, you're telling me everything that you don't want. So the thinker thinks and the prover proves. What that means is when we think about something like a belief uh, um, or we're thinking about everything that we don't want, our prover side of us in the subconscious mind will start putting things in place to prove to you, to prove to you that belief or to prove to you put things in these where you could just go around in circles. So, so when, when, when I realized, number one, I wanted uh, uh, a home-based business, that was very clear. Uh, dream home, that was very clear. The third one, residual income, was very clear, but I didn't put an amount to it. All I knew is I wanted a full-time income at that time, right? It was hard for me to dream past that. But I knew that those are the three things that I wanted 100%. I fell in love with it. So if you look uh, at quantum physics, so everyone now, or most everyone in today's world, Richard, has the belief that thoughts become things. Okay. Ever since the Bible and all the self-help authors, anyone that's involved has a basic understanding or believes that thoughts become things. Science now in the last 10 to 20 years more so in the last 10 years, has proven it that thoughts do become things. It's called quantum science, okay? okay? So in the quantum world, what ends up happening is everything that we observe in our world today is made up of quantum biparticles, okay, which is energy pockets. So you're made up of the same stuff as I am made up. Our computers that we're looking at right now are made up of the same stuff. Everything that's manifested in this world is made up of these quantum biparticles. So when you fall in love with your dream, it's so specific. In the parallel universe, these quantum biparticles start to form immediately. Okay? And the gestation period, we don't know what that gestation period is, but by you focusing on it, falling in love with it, and having a system every day to remind yourself of it, that thing that you want appears in your parallel universe. 
And that only becomes your universe based on your gestation period. So one of the challenges that people have in life is they'll be on track for four or five or six days, and then something happens in their life, and it takes them right off track. So they have that yo-yo syndrome. So a few years ago, NASA did an experiment. You can all Google this, um, which was very fascinating to me. And they took a bunch of astronauts, and they had these astronauts put on glasses, these concave glasses. And these glasses made the astronauts look upside down 24-7. Okay? So think about it. If you're in that experiment, it's going to drive you nuts. All your thought process is, how can I get these glasses off? When is this going to be over? You know, by day 26, every single astronaut in that experiment started seeing right side up. They did a second, yes, a second experiment, different astronauts, but they changed the experiment by one day. By day 15, they had to take the glasses off for 24 hours and start again a day later. You know, it took additional 26 days for the second experiment for all those astronauts to see right side up just by missing one day. So the process is, if, just think about, you had these glasses on, all you're thinking about, so you can't wait till this is over. I can't wait till I see right side up. Your whole entire thought process is about the, this experiment. So your brain started developing the neural pathways. The universe started working with you. And the quantum biparticle started to form to what you want, wanted. And by day 26, the neuropathways in the brain developed enough to the point you started seeing right side up. The second experiment, you just took, delayed it by one day, and you started the whole process over. And this has been my experience working with entrepreneurs all over the world, is they can build enough momentum, but they get sidetracked for a few days. And it's like they have to start all over again to build in momentum again. And if they just, this experiment just proved to me, you know, by 26, 30 days later, you know, the magic starts to happen in your life. And what you want to manifest starts to happen. I've noticed that in my own business where, you know, we, you run, 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 and then you get sidetracked. And then it's, it, I, I experience exactly what you're saying. I feel like I got to restart everything all over again. The momentum's lost. Correct. Yeah. And in business, you need to have your uh, real estate, anything that's um, uh, uh, customer base where you don't have actually a brick and mortar, you've you got to have your on-sign on 24-7 to build that momentum. You have to have – one of the major reasons why, like you said, the attrition rate is 90% after five years is they don't have their on-sign 24 hours. They're not prepared to do that because they don't understand. They don't understand that they have to build the, the, the momentum to the point where you can take days off and business will start working for you and you'll be able to manifest great things. When you look at your industry and yourself, I mean, and you look at the millions of people that you've worked with, which is true, millions. Why have you had success and others haven't? In your industry like what is what is the juice what is that secret sauce 
Oh, it's because number one, I had the dream. I'm going to go back to that. I was so clear on what I want in a life. Number two, I made a commitment that I would never quit. I burned my bridges. You burned your bridge. I went to my wife when I got started. I'm not going to quit. This is it. And I'm the kind of individual going from my sports background that I understood that I needed to ha have the mindset of a gold medal winner or Olympic athlete where they're training for four years and they're so consumed with their goal to get to the Olympics and they put the work in. You know, Michael Phelps at the age of 12, great story, he wanted to become the mo most decorated Olympic athlete of all time. So in the, uh, as a swimmer, he was doing typically two uh, uh, training sessions a day in the morning and then he'd go after school and do that. So he decided I'm going to do a little bit more. Can you imagine that at 12, 13 years old? No, I'm going to no. do three workouts a day. Three workouts a day. His coaches told him, no, you're going to burn out. It's too much. Your body can't handle it. He says, coach, just work with me on this. I want it this bad. I'm going to go in that pool three times a day. How many races did Michael Phelps win by just a toenail, a uh, fingernail. Right. Uh, just, just that extra reach. It's that third a day. So going back to your question, um, going back to your question, Richard, is I had that dream. Second thing is I did, I committed myself. I was never going to quit. So that gave me um, my word. What I mean by that is, uh, you know, I, I remember when my dad, would lend money to people in his generation. He would never have people sign contracts or agreements or promissory notes. He knew those people would pay, pay them back because of the way society was back then. Do that today, you know, you have to sign contracts. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta back yourself up with that. So the word meant everything for them. They knew the power of, your, of the word. With me, I knew once I made that commitment, I made a promise to my family, my wife, that I was going to make this happen. Uh, I was not going to quit because if you quit, you fail. And I created this word. It was so important to me that when I went out and started sharing my business, and when I went on and, and sold my product, customers and people felt me. They, they felt from, even when I didn't have the skill sets, they felt there's something different about this guy. There's something different about this guy. It's because of the energy I gave out. So I'll give a good analogy with that. So this allowed me now to be on the upper disc. So in life, there's basically two types of people. There's the people that are up at the top disc that are focused on happiness, prosperity, abundance gratefulness, incredible, beautiful emotions, love. And the people at the bottom disc, fear, worry, doubt, you know, all these uh, jealousy, uh, all these negative emotions. So if you're at this bottom disc, and this is where most of the world is, because they can't control their thoughts because they have their beliefs, and they don't, they're not aware that's damaging them. These people are down here. You cannot control, you cannot attract the people that are in this top disc. So, you only do different universes emotionally. I'm sorry? 
sounds like you're operating in two different universes emotionally. Correct. So when I was on purpose, I was up here. So I was attracting people who would come into my life. You know, I would never question where they were coming from. Like this gentleman that I met in the library. You know, people would call him an angel. It, it, it was a defining moment in my life. But I have spent most of my adult life at the top disc and be aware that I need to get up here. Because you know where, Richard? This is where money is. Because money is energy. The challenge is with most people, we're jumping from here down to here. Then we go up again. And then we're down here. So this is why a lot of reasons why people who have money or made a lot of money. You've seen it in real estate. They'll have one incredible year. They're unstoppable. Right. And let's say they made a million dollars. And a year or two years later, they're broke because they can't stay up here or they haven't have a system to help them stay up here. So that, that's simplicity at, at its finest, but it, it, it's a great visual for people to understand. And uh, so because we're always tied to our emotions and unfortunately, and emotions is the part of the brain that we need to understand where that's coming from. How do you personally keep yourself, what's your strategy daily to keep yourself in that? Great. So I've got a five-step system, okay? And it has to be a system, okay? okay? I'm just going to this is down, okay? Conscious awareness. The first thing is I write my dream down every day. Still? Yes. So I've had much bigger dreams now. So I write it down every day. So I, I still, I'm still old school. I still write in my planner, you know. Uh, uh, I write it every day, okay? Exactly. Second thing that I do is I have an affirmation for my dream. So I'm so, I use Bob Proctor's affirmations. I'm so happy and grateful, blah, blah, blah. Thank you, God, okay? And I say that multiple times daily. It's, when I go into the mirror, I look at myself, I, I share, share my affirmation. I even put a dot on my, uh, my watch and my phone, my, uh, my uh, mobile, and that little dot, nail polish, reminds me of my dream. So every time I'm looking at it, it, that visual comes in. The third thing I do is uh, I take out pictures of what I want. Okay? And I'm carrying it with me in my car. I have it in my office here. So what that does is, is keeps me on track. There's my goal. Uh, the fourth thing I do... <laughs> And this is real important. So when I was shooting for my dream home, I'm in my uh, late 20s. Uh, so what I, I had pictures of my dream home all over the place, okay? And I couldn't still get into the feeling that I achieved it. It was very hard for me to get into a, to think that I could get this million-dollar property, okay, multi-million-dollar property. So what I started doing with my family is – we would go and look at homes, million-dollar homes, multi-million-dollar homes. You know, uh, on Sundays, on Saturdays, you know, whenever we, I saw an open house, I would be there. So um, what that did is, is get me into the feeling, oh, my God, I could do this. I could when I – and this was so important to my fifth step 
every day is I visualize that I already achieved it. So I spend 15 minutes a day, particularly before I fall asleep, because you think about it, our, our subconscious mind takes over. And you don't want to put any negatives into your subconscious mind before you fall asleep. So don't watch the news. You know, don't get in a fight with your wife before you fall asleep. Turn off your cell phone so you're not reading negative me messages. Uh, and prepare yourself and you're visualizing before you fall asleep. And your, your subconscious mind is already uh, uh, working for you for eight hours or five hours, six hours during your sleep. So I've done those five things every day, every year. That's my manifestation system. Okay, the fourth thing, you can't go and see a home every day. <laughs> so I'll share with you a quick story. Here in Oakville, which is about 20, 25 miles or 35 kilometers from downtown Toronto, okay, right on the lake, there's this massive subdivision, all multi-million dollar homes opening up on the west side of Oakville, right on the lake, yep. you know, in 2002. And so I went to see some of the new homes that were building, right? And right on, on the lake. And so we go into this house. We run, my daughter runs all the way up to the top floor and she walks right into the, uh, uh, the uh, room that was uh, decorated for little girls, okay? Beautifully done. And she sat on the bed. I followed up. I followed her up there and she said, Daddy, this is my room. And I sat there and go, wow, yes, I can feel it. You know, two years later, I moved in into that home, into that subdivision, multi-million dollars, you know? That's unbelievable. I do have a question about your strategy. Sorry to interrupt. I don't want to lose this thought. When you are working on your dream in step one and step two, your affirmations, is there an end date? Yeah, so <laughs> there are a lot of trainers that talk about end dates those are goals okay okay so your gestation period so here's what happens with end dates for people that are not trained in this area it it actually I, I I've seen it create a negative feedback when they don't reach it for whatever reason it, it creates a lot of discouragement you know what I mean I've experienced that where I had a goal and I start writing it out and there, I put an end date. And all of a sudden I have some apprehension around that end date. And then I find myself not pushing as hard. Yes. So what I did is I just left it up to the universe. I'm going to attract this. Okay. I'm going to, and I, I, every day I did what I was doing, you know, going back to the NASA experiment. Okay. Just think if you miss one day, look what happens. You start all over again. So every day I was doing that and it just became a habit. It's like brushing your teeth. And eventually what happened is I, I started realizing, wow, I can manifest quite quickly. And I poured my energies into learning how to teach people how to manifest and keep it simple because we all have the ability to manifest very quickly in our world, very quickly. And you've done it, Richard, many times without even knowing it, you know, without even having a system. Uh, Joe, I, you know, we, when we moved up here, we didn't know anyone. And, um, we created something pretty quickly. Um, but then I find myself falling back into old habits and old patterns. That's, that's and the beliefs. 
And I, and then I have a, like you, you were talking about your two discs and I find myself um, running between the top disc and the bottom disc. Most people are like that. Constantly. Yeah, because you may have a house that you're closing and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Or you may have like three of them in a row and you think, oh my God, what's going on? Right. Or as entrepreneurs, we've all had at one time or another uh, um, dealt with financial pressures. This is what separates us from the people that have a J-O-B, a lot of cases, right? So uh, that just takes us right off. Gra- That's why you need a system to keep you on track no matter what's going on in your life so you can keep yourself focused. And this five-step system is the system you're referring to. Correct. And it just keeps you focused every single day on what you need to do. I've also created a lot of other habits, like I work out every day, you know, uh, at least five times a week. Uh, I read uh, on a daily basis. I, when I work out, I listen. I prepare my mind with great stuff. You know, for example, in our business, the great part of our business and what you do too yeah, are people. Right. But the worst part are people. Right. People disappoint you. They backstab you. They do all kinds of things. They don't follow through with their promises. So, you know, you need to have a system in place where you're feeding your mind where those things don't get to you. You know, those, and they do. You know, uh, with myself, they have, but I get myself back on that horse, you know, because I understand. So I'll give you another, for our listeners, another reason why you need to go down this path. And it has to do with your health. I came across a study the other day uh, that was done, I think, five years ago. It used to be thought in medicine, this was the belief, the majority of disease, Richard, was caused by DNA or environmental factors. This is the belief in, in medicine. Okay? So now they have proven in, in these studies, because they now can actually uh, have these brain microscopes uh, that they can actually see right inside the brain and then right down to the neural pathways and the dendrites, which are the little right. uh, thought patterns, the train tracks. And they've actually proven now that up to 75% of disease is caused by toxic thoughts. Insane. And only up to 25% is caused by DNA environmental factors. And what they've seen, Richard, in, in the brain is when someone is full of toxicity in terms of their thoughts, so they're down at the bottom disc, and they do that over a period of time. So they're not getting up there. They're, they're, you know, they're mainly down here. By day 26, day 27, the body starts to sense danger because what they've seen in the brain is that the neural pathways start to branch off like dead trees. They can actually see it. So as soon as that happens in the brain, the body says, oh my God, we need to protect ourselves. So the body now raises cortisol levels, raises immune system responses, and starts sending you signals, uh, you know, that we would call, you know, little aches and pains and or or major signals that you better get back on track or else the mind will win. Wow. Okay, so when it's up happening, eventually, if you continue down that path, the mind, the body cannot compete with the mind. The mind will win, and the body will let go, and this is what causes majority of disease. 
So on the opposite part, when you're up at this top disc and you're doing what I'm doing, what is happening is your neural pathways in your brain start to branch off like beautiful trees. They can actually see a visual a presentation of what's ha happening in the brain. So when I read that, I go, oh, my God, this is another major reason. And science now more and more is, um, is you know, proving that this is the case with regards to disease. And this is one of the reasons why cancer will never be eradicated. Because, you know, they're saying it's, a lot of it is caused by our toxic thoughts to the point where we cannot, uh, the body cannot uh, win. I read a book called The Biology Belief, um, Bruce Lipton. Great book. A little over my head, most of it, but it was um, what I got from it very much supports what you're saying. I love to find out where you got some of that information. So I love yes. That. Yes. And this, this is all stuff that just, again, I think this way. Now the prover part of myself is, is giving me these assets or the, this information that I can further that belief and help me down the road and help many more people. And that's part of the, the premise of this show is to provide people with information that in a, in a deliverable, easy format to listen to, um, to give them some hope, to yes. give them some guidelines on how they can achieve new results or, or better results in their life in whatever area yeah. they want to focus in on. And right. And one of the ways that you can stay up at the top of the disc, yeah. this is a little strategy. As you know, Richard, it's difficult sometimes because of our paradigms. You know, uh, uh, you've lived 40 plus years on this world. You were taught to think in a certain way. Right. You, but what is happening with you now is your mind's becoming open like a parachute. So you're willing to challenge your beliefs, which is most people are not willing. With regards to, for example, a good example of this is this situation is happening in Western Canada and Alberta, where this couple let their daughter die, seven-year-old daughter, because they, they believe uh, their religion prevented them from uh, having a blood transfusion. So they let her die rather than having a blood transfusion. That's a belief. So that, that belief basically didn't serve their daughter. Their daughter died, and now uh, I think they were charged for manslaughter, and uh, the government is uh, in, they're in court proceedings. That's a belief that doesn't serve you. So if we get to a point where we can open our minds to even what our religions are telling us mm. and prepare ourselves, that's how we grow. That's how we develop. That's how we get to where we want to go. And the, this perfect universe that God created will lead you into that path. It will lead you down that, that uh, gateway to whatever you want. And it'll do it fast when you're up at this top desk. Something that comes to mind when you're speaking this way is um, Wayne Dyer um, had said, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And the more I go down this road of thought and belief and surround myself with great people like yourself, it, I can see changes that are happening quickly. But I always find myself going back if I don't do the work necessary every single day. Yeah, correct, because of the programming. So here's the thing, Richard. You know why most people struggle? Please tell me. <laughs> it's because 
they stop believing that they're not great anymore. So here's the thing. Is really, like I, I was born a Catholic. I still go to a Catholic church. But for most Christians, we're taught that we were born in sin. Okay? We were born bad people, like horrible people that already sinned. Anyone that has held a baby, Richard, knows that this baby has no sin. It's pure love. It's pure everything, right? So that's one of the beliefs that I recognized early on. This cannot be the case. <laughs> so I opened my mind. So in this area is we were made in the perfection of everything that is. Perfection. We are great already. And what happens is over time, because of our programming, we lose touch with that. So our belief of that we're not great, we're not good enough, causes us to struggle. And we get into this vicious circle. But when we look at things, when we look at things this way and say, wow, God does not make junk. Right. No matter what your religious background, your spirituality, we all know that we came up with perfection. We all know that we came with, with great greatness. Okay, so I'll give you a, a good analogy or a, good, a story. I have a good friend of mine that was struggling, um, and he's been struggling for years. And he recently became a born-again Christian the last five years. And every time I'd meet with him, he would preach to me like you wouldn't believe. So much passion. And uh, he came to me a couple, uh, last year, beginning of last year, and he was telling me he was str struggling with ink money. And I said, okay, wh where do you think that's coming from? I've been struggling for years, Joe. And I said, well, uh, the other day, because he had mentioned to me the Bible passage that we were made in the likeness of God, okay? And I said, well, you know, his name is John. John, uh, do you really believe this? He goes, Joe, yes. And he just went on a tangent. He, he was so passionate. He was giving me reasons why this is the case. I, and then I said, you really don't believe. And he said, how can you say that to me? He got very offended. I said, if you really believe that you were made in the likeness of God, you would not be struggling right now. You're made in greatness. And it was like a boulder hit him in between the eyes. And this is where we struggle as human beings because we've been programmed uh, through our environment, through our parents, or whatever it is, and we set up these beliefs that we're, we can't do what that person is doing because we're not good enough. Yeah. And that's where struggle comes into play. And then when it happens is that this is the challenge of personal development is most of us come into personal development is to become better, to become great, so I can make more money. So just think about that thinking, Richard is that you're not great at all yeah you're telling yourself you're not great at all there's something missing so i'm going to go to that next course i'm going to blow another twenty thousand dollars maybe that person will in that course will tell me what's missing in my life right. so if we don't have that figured out from the beginning we'll just be going in a vicious circle and continue to struggle this is why we get addicted to struggle because we are, feel that we're not great at, at all. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, just think, Richard, 
what we're doing right now, 15 years ago was not possible. From home, I'd have to go over to your place. We would have to set up in a studio. It wouldn't be possible. Just think in our tech, what we've seen in our lifetime, we take it for granted. In the next few years, I'm going to be able to carry you around with me. We'll just pop you up on my hand. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And this technology, just think, and this was all created by collective consciousness. Right. By collective consciousness. You know, it's incredible. I, uh, my son, a few years ago, created a, um, a social media platform for his gaming friends. So he built it himself. You know that about a year later, a company came over offered him $20,000 for something that he built just for his friends. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't possible when I was 19. You know what I mean? You know, for something that he created himself, technology-wise, took him a couple of weeks. Well, I'm excited now because I'm going to carry you on my shoulder every day, reminding me <laughs> who I have to be every day. <laughs> yeah, so technology, and that that's, comes from greatness. But every day, someone's telling us we're not good enough, you know, uh, from our family members to society to the news, because we see struggle all over the place. And that's, that starts with thinking I'm great already. You know, it's interesting. I had driven back home last year into, uh, I'm from the Niagara region, and um, I drove down where, uh, the house that I grew up in. And as I drove down the street, I almost could feel the, just the negativity in that area. And it is a depressed area. And um, it's all I could do to get out of that town. Yeah. So, uh, so when you connect with that energy, it's powerful. It can be scary, but when you're on purpose aligned, uh, you know, you've seen it in your business where you have a couple that know exactly what they want right. and they usually get it. They do. They really they do. They usually get it. So I'll tell you one last story just to further the belief of what I'm sharing with you. Uh, a number of years ago, I had a property that I was selling and I put it up for sale. Uh, I put a lot of money into the, into the kitchen, into the uh, washrooms, uh, you know, because that's what real estates want you to do because that's where people look at first, correct? Right, so right. I put it up for sale and at that moment, my real estate agent, a friend of mine, he developed leukemia. He ended up passing away, and his wife took over. And his wife had no experience in real estate, but I didn't have the heart to cancel the contract, you know. Uh, you know, so she she brought these stagers, and they were telling me to rip out the carpet. And you know, uh, I did a lot of changes, got removed all the clutter, and I stopped. And after about six months, the house wasn't selling, and I couldn't understand why. I couldn't understand why. So I said, Joel, you better practice what you preach. So I was driving uh, home. Uh, we were, my family was in Disney World, which is another property that I bought down there, and we we're driving home. And uh, I was thinking about the house, and I thought, I got to get this house sold. So immediately on the hour, I was saying, I'm so happy and grateful I sold the house. Thank you, God. And then after I say that 10 times as I was driving every hour, on the, and then after that, I would visualize me driving up to the house with the soul sign on. I got back. So you think about it. At six months, six, seven months of not getting one offer, I get back. I get a call from the real estate agent. 
And she says, Joe, you have an offer. Can you come down? Okay. <laughs> I said, wow, this is, this is incredible. So I get there, and uh, this, this uh, gentleman loved the house. Was about to, uh, we're about to sign the offer. And I, then I thought, oh, my God, um, what if he wants a uh, home inspector, which, you, which is normal, right? And what if the home inspector, my mind was going that way. What if the home inspector finds something and is going to cut the deal or whatever? Because the house was built 1955. So I immediately canceled my thought and I said, okay, we're going to sign this deal right now on the price that I want. You know what? That day he gave me an offer without home inspection. So I thought, you're going to spend this kind of money <laughs> without a home inspection? That's crazy. Awesome. <laughs> crazy. And we signed the deal that day. Yeah. And, you know, this is all about me getting focused on what I wanted, and I really put it into action. Right. And that's the other part is you have that dream, but you have to have the action. And that's where the goals come in, activity goals, Richard. Right. So if I was in your business, you know, uh, I would set activity goals with deadlines. That's where deadlines work because it makes you work towards those activity goals. And then good part of that is reward yourself. For the activities. Reward for reaching that activity goal. So let's say your goal is to show one home a day for the next 30 days. After 30 days, you reach that goal, go buy yourself a $1,000 suit, even if you can't afford it. Right. Take your wife out to a small weekend. So that reward really develops a momentum for you because you feel good about yourself. So these little goals help you get to your dream. So when we look at delivering this message to everyone else, this takeaway, which is really important, I promise people an actionable strategy that they can implement in their own life, right? So let's focus on business and money. And right now, if someone wants to read something, can you recommend a book? Yeah, so uh, Science of Getting Rich, 100% by Wallace Waddles. Uh, I like that book because it's on the laws of the universe. It's a very simple read. And if one understands the law of the universe, you now can implement strategies like I have to have those things work for you. That's amazing. Yes. Um, so those five steps. Five steps. Can you repeat that again? Having a dream. Make sure the dream is specific. So you want those quantum biparticles to form. So if you're saying my goal is to become a millionaire, it's not, it has to be very specific. If your goal is, is I want to get out of debt, that kind of goal never works. You know what I mean? It's because it comes from a negative. Plus it's the universe, the subconscious mind doesn't know what getting out of debt means. Plus, every single billionaire in the world and millionaire, most of them, have debt. It's, they use other people's money. How do you buy real estate? You use other people's money. Even if you can pay cash, use other people's money in most cases, right? So, uh, uh, so that's, you need to have it very specific, very specific. And it has to be something that you fall in love with. Getting into that's the process. Right? You have to get into the spirit of it. Yeah, people have a hard time because of the programming to come up with what they want or have the dream and start writing down everything they don't want in life. Okay. And they can drive that dream from that. <laughs> Just, and, and it's very easy to do after that.
Got it. You know, I think you've shared with some things, you really reinforced some things in my own mind. And, um, I'm excited to, to um, get this podcast up to everyone else. because I think they're going to get so much value from you. And you're very gracious in giving us your time. So I know how busy you are. There's huge demands on your time for people all over the world. And how can, if someone wants to perhaps work with you in the future, in your adventures, how can they reach you? Yeah, they can uh, send me an email at yjoegarcia at bell.net so or gmail.com. No, I'll put that in the show notes and they can. Yeah, w-h-y-joegarcia at bell.net. And I, I got to tell you, Richard, just based on your journey, we, you and I met briefly a number of years ago. And congratulations for putting this podcast together. I know you're going to help thousands and thousands of people out there. And you stay on that top disc. This thing's going to go viral. It's, and you'll change a lot of people's lives. I really appreciate that, Joe. It's um, definitely turning into a passion project. And you know, I spent the whole day yesterday on the project with people. And I, you know, I came home and I was, I must say, I was in such a great mood. Um, there was no apprehension in my day, my feeling. I came home and I was a better dad. So when, you, and when, you're, when you're surrounding yourself with people who are on purpose for something or on fire for something, it can't help but rub off. Yeah, yeah, because you, you get up here. Right, it was an amazing day yesterday. And you notice your kids are, when they were younger? They were always there. They are always there. Right. And they also know that they can manifest anything very fast. You take them to the toy store, they find something, you bet. They want it. They will do whatever is possible because they don't have they, – they're coming from a place where they know they can manifest very quickly. That's right. That's amazing. Well, Joe, again, I appreciate all the time that you've given, and um, I can't help you. Thank you for paying it forward, and I promise to do my best to pay this forward yes. as many people as I possibly can. So thank you so much. Um, the takeaway is the five steps, which we are going to put in the show notes, and the number one book that you do recommend is – um, again, Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. And wasn't the secret based on that book? Yes. Got it. All right. I'm and, sure. you know, uh, one last suggestion is um, I typically teach people when you, when something resonates with you, stick with it, study it, focus on it. I've read the Science of Getting Rich hundreds of times. Uh, it's a, my go-to book. I'm reading it over and over and over and over again. And typically, if you can have five or six go-to books that you read over and over again that resonates with you, you, you will learn faster and you will create more in your life rather than just going and reading hundreds of books. It's the focus that creates the magic. All right. Well, Joe, thank you so much for all of your time. Um, you deliver amazing content. So thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you are fit to work with Peak Results Academy, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to peakresultsacademy.com slash call. That's peakresultsacademy.com slash call and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, what do you really want out of life and your business? Number two, what is not working for you today? And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to create massive change in these areas. Remember, changing your life and creating massive results does not happen by itself. 
you need expert guidance to make it happen. We're helping clients all over the world create peak results in their health, in their businesses, and in their personal lives. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to peakresultsacademy.com call. We'll chat soon.